Hello, this is Michelle Schoenfeld, and you are listening to You Lost Me at Namaste, where we discuss all things wellness, well-being, and spirituality at the real world level. Well, how are you all doing today? (laughs) I am so thrilled to come back onto the airwaves from Bodrum, Turkey. Thank you, everyone, for bearing with me these last couple weeks while I was getting adjusted. And I thought no better way to kick off this new place for me than to bring back by popular demand one of my favorite, favorite guests, the traveling astrologer to the stars, Rosie Cutter. (laughs) Welcome to You Lost Me at Namaste, Rosie. Thank you for having me back, Michelle. And I'm so glad you're back in such a beautiful part of the world. I am just so thrilled to have you on. For those of you who have not heard all of Rosie's episodes before, she has been on this show several times over the last couple of years um, from Aspen, from LA, from places around the world. And she has talked about human design and Western astrology, Babylonian astrology, updates for the world. And my favorite, of course, I don't know why it is, but my absolute favorite, destiny cards. (laughs) Yeah. And that's what we're going to talk about today and some worldly updates. So I will put link in the show notes below for anybody who wants to go back and listen to any of the other episodes on things that we're talking about. So I won't reference them all today, but anybody listening who wants to know more about destiny cards or human design or any of the astrology we're talking about can go back and listen to those full episodes in their entirety. So Rosie, (laughs) I am just so thrilled to have you on because every time I have you on this show, not only do I learn something new, but I just feel good. Your energy is just contagious. Oh, well, that's a really high compliment. Thank you so much. And I, I love sharing this information. It's totally transformed my life and it's incredible how fun and accurate it can be. I love doing your update because your life is so exciting and fun. <laughs> and you're also in a place that's very much like an open palette, you know? And so you have more control to create this reality than a lot of people do. So it's a really beautiful thing to see. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, you know, Rosie has, she's a astrologer to the stars, which is a little bit of a double entendre there, I guess, a little bit of a pun. But it's true. And I can't mention all the celebrities because some of them are quite private. Um, But I can say like, you know, Dua Lipa, Paul Marciano, the founder of Guess, like there's some pretty high rollers that she gives advice to and and does charts for. And um, the reason, Rosie, that I wanted to bring you on and the reason everybody listening that I really wanted to bring her on again is because I feel like we're in such an unusual time right now in the world, coming off the pandemic, wars going on, Mercury in retrograde, just crazy economic and social pressures. And Rosie did my personal reading for Destiny Cards over a year ago, about a year and a half ago. And it was my first time. I didn't know anything about Destiny Cards. And I thought, you know what? Let's do this live on air. And so she did. It was, I think, the beginning of February of last year, and it was so fun. First of all, she told me about things that already happened in my life just to kind of build confidence in me, and they were things that nobody would know, like really private things. Again, go back and listen. It was pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. But then she gave me some um, predictions, I guess you would say, right, reading of what was going to happen, what to expect Mm -hmm. over the next few months and year. And one thing in particular was this big love that was going to come into my life and this really amazing summer I was going to have and these months of all these really positive, exciting things for me, things that made me just feel alive and optimistic and inspired and like kind of took the edge off. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, wow, if that could do it for me, if it could give me months of just feeling chill because I had something exciting that I knew was going to happen. And if it did great, and if it didn't fine, but it was fun to think about. Well, again, for those of you who've listened, you know that every single thing she said came true Mm -hmm. down to the most specific details, including things like dates, boats, big love, and some pretty amazing things. So I thought, you know what, how fun to do an update today, give you guys all an example of what this means, what kind of things she does 
and then how you can do it for yourself with Rosie. So we'll, at the end of the show, talk about how you can do this for yourself with Rosie. So I know that was a lot, but I just kind of wanted to let everybody know what today's show was going to be about. Great. Yeah. It's going to be really exciting to look at your update. I have your chart and we're a couple months in, so the party's just getting started. Um, so yeah, should we start with your review? And and usually when I do a reading, as you know, most of them I'm not meeting people or it's over the phone. So I usually say to people, hey, this isn't like a psychic reading. I'd love to know about you and what your plans are and what you've got going on. So could I get a quick recap from you as to what excitement you do have planned for this upcoming year and what you've got on your plate? Yeah. And cause you know, I really believe in the power of positivity, of course. And also, you know, you know, I'm a big believer in the law of attraction. Like what we focus on, it's, you know, mm-hmm. gross, <laughs> right? So that's why I thought this would be so good for other people as well mm-hmm. is um, to kind of think about what you want. What are your intentions? Exactly. You know, what are your intentions? And like, think about, it's one thing to manifest, but it's another thing to focus your attention on your intentions. So for me, what I know for sure, I don't, I have so many things up in the air right now. I am in Turkey. It's my happy place. It makes my soul sing. I will be here until November for sure. As far as what I'm looking forward to and what I have planned, I'm not exactly sure. I'm definitely leading a retreat here, um, probably in October, Ooh. a little bit of a detox retreat, but that's because I like it and I'm going to do it personally. As far as big things that have to do with moving or love interests or business opportunities or speaking, I this is the first time in a long time I don't have anything for sure. I I feel so in limbo right now. And so just kind of like, huh, I totally believe in trust. Good things are coming and um, that I'm on the right path, but I definitely have been feeling a little, huh, <laughs> what's going on? Okay. Well, it's exciting. Um, as you know, there is no bad astrology. Astrology shows us the weather, the circumstances that we don't necessarily have control over. And so if there's a blizzard coming, we can stay inside and stay cozy. We can go outside and surf in six or ski in six foot of powder. um, As long as we know there's a blizzard and we don't end up stuck outside cold. And so the astrology allows us to use things like the law of attraction and manifestation along with the weather, much like we're going to go skiing when it's going to have great snow. We're going to go surfing when the waves are up. We're working and co-creating with this beautiful reality. And so you have a lot of opportunities and options this upcoming year. Things are really about to take off for you. So Let's start with career. Um, One of the main themes of this year is that you will end up by January writing a book, being incredibly successful in writing, teaching, speaking, and possibly or probably finding something that you were meant to do since the day you're born. So I'm going to read you these influences out of the book as I always do. But one of the main things I would say with this is it's not just one thing. This is a fated year. I actually had this in the year that I learned to play the guitar and got my first guitar. And it was something that I wasn't planning on, but because I was a certain place at a certain time. So there's going to be wonderful things that bring you great joy as well. And they're very tangible things that you're doing with your hands because it's spades. And there's also specific things around partnerships and working contracts that are just meant to be. They're fated. And it's funny because that's sometimes when people feel this limbo is before this great, exciting change is going to occur. And it's like, you, you're, we're, we're animals, you know, we can sense the change coming. And this is a really wonderful one. So it says that by January, you end up more balanced and steady in your work and your health and your daily life. And that is going to be a wonderful birthday present because the theme of this year in general for you is making changes around your day-to-day life. And there is aspects of travel, like you've already even traveled since January. And so everything is kind of neatly tied up 
in a nice way, your plans for the future. And it says that um, also you will receive a special gift by January. You will discover a special purpose for your life that will inspire you to do great things and it will lead you into a new meaningful direction. It's really beautiful. And your other birthday present is that you will end up very successful, even more than you already are, in creative writing, advertising, and working various different jobs. You could write a book, you could be on television, the creative energies are flowing, but you're definitely going to be able to harness your creativity, overcome worry and indecision, which is also one of the big things around having lots of balls in the air. How do I juggle all these things while maintaining my own peace of mind too? Because it's very exciting time. It's almost like um, at certain points this year, you can feel like you drank a bunch of caffeine, you know? And if you have something <laughs> to do with that, you're like clean the whole house, you write a new song. It's exciting. But if if sometimes you can, if it doesn't have a place to go, it can be like, whew. so just keeping your hands really busy. And I would say also expressing your creativity in kind of a very specific project or a major way. So that's exciting. Um, things are really going to start moving soon. I, I know you're all like free wheeling right now, but there is some very specific business contracts that will come into your life in June and July. Um, I'm going to read you what this says. This is big business. This is great. Um, you're sharing information on a major scale. So first of all, imagine everything is relative. So you already have this opportunity to have a large amount of influence. So this is the next level for you. And also, um, the hard work that we've put in in the past is always what's going to be paying off. You could have things that you did five and 10 years ago that maybe didn't turn out the way you thought, and now they can go full throttle. So it doesn't have to be just one thing. This is a time of culmination, and that's where the free will comes in. It's just like you coming to Aspen, and it's like, okay, do you want to ski? And if you don't want to ski, we're still going to have a great time. Trust me, it's Aspen. But if you do ski, we can have it at level one where we're on the bunny hill and we're learning to ski and that's exciting. Or if you happen to have been putting the work in and training and skiing for years, you can take it to level four and have the most exciting, thrilling time. It's up to you. It can also be a time when you just relax and take a deep breath. Now I know you, <laughs> you're, you're hungry to do these things and affect society. So this is going to start to happen in a big way by June. In June and July, this is an especially auspicious period for business and your profession. You'll be involved in writing, speaking, teaching, publishing. Your mind is more clear. You're able to organize things and see things in ways that you hadn't been able to before. So you can make informed choices. This is definitely the time to expand the scope of your operation. The bigger you think, the more you can receive. And at the same time, June and July bring very profitable business partnerships and deals, probably with large organizations or involving large sums of money. This is a time when financial partnerships are very good. So you could take advantage of it. Now, keep in mind, there are times where it says, hey, your business partnerships can be burdensome. Does that mean the whole year you're not going to have them? No, it means you're going to have them and they're going to take a little more attention than you thought. And also double check things, you know, learning to compromise. But for you, this is going to open a door where literally very very lucky people that are easy to work with come in. There is an element of travel or change in June and July. So I, I wonder if this would have to do with television or something like this. Like it can even be in that area, but it says that there's going to be a change for the better, either to a new home, a new job. Any kind of changes are incredibly rewarding. You're excited about them. It's even like, you're like, yes, I'm in Bodrum, but then I got invited to on this beautiful yacht in San Tropez. <laughs> so I'm going, there will be travel that happens, but it's very yummy. And there's a lot of stuff around business. I mean, okay. It really is going to happen. So romantically, 
you are in this sort of a rebirth. And I'm also seeing that in your traditional Western astrology, which we'll address in a couple minutes. But since January, you are like a butterfly emerging from the cocoon. And so you are deciding that you like different things and you're allowing new possibilities to come into your life. And because of this, there is a lot of love and relationship. There could definitely be more than one. So, you know, my advice always for this sort of a year is don't get married or pregnant just quite yet because it could be rain and men. And sometimes as well, I do find that when people are ready to move towards longer term commitment, much like something like surfing, it comes in sets of three or four. You start to meet similar people at this new level that you're at in your life. So speaking of love, which is always, of course, the most exciting thing, you have a strong desire this year to broaden your personal and social relationships. You are going to meet so many people. A desire to express your feelings will bring many good things into your life. I would even recommend acting and singing with this, even just for your own fun, just singing. You know, the lungs are grief. And singing, uh, singing around the house. And it's a muscle, you know, I learned yeah. in my twenties and I, I took singing lessons and stuff like that, but it's insane how just literally over time, your voice will totally change everyone's will by just using it and opening it up and being goofy even. So it says that this is the year that you could definitely meet at least one new love, make lots of new friends. It's a time of diversity in your romantic and your social life. There's a lot of focus on romance, obviously. And then it also says, that this year will bring much love activity for you. It says that many new important relationships will come in, including friendships and wonderful yeah. business partnerships as well. Let me tell you how wonderful last year was, like one of the best years of my life. And at the same time, what did I learn a lot? Yeah, I learned, yeah. I had some painful lessons, but I'm so grateful for them. So you know, grateful. it's almost like the first time you go skiing or surfing and it is painful and you get worked, you know, you're like, I really want to do this, but it's not <laughs> making it easy for me. And then after, you, you know, that's the great thing about life is it always is on an upswing. Like you'll never be a beginner again once you start. And for you, you were just dipping your toe back into this whole idea of this yummy new phase of your life and femininity and love. So yeah, the first couple times, if anybody's ever <laughs> gone surfing or skiing, it literally sucks and it's awkward and it's painful. And then now you're getting into the swing of things. So um, it does say that this is a wonderful year that gets you out of any kind of complacency that you'd been in. You've been fun and social anyway, but it's very stimulating. You have been a long time without a serious close relationship. And this is the year that you begin to explore having someone very important in your life and you're ready for it yourself. But there are these changes. It says the entire way that you view relationships is shifting. Um, let me just read you this. And this also involves travel which you've got, you know, things with Turkey as well, getting more solidified. It says that you could definitely travel. You could move your home or location. It would only be an upgrade. You're seeking new ex emotional experiences. And there's a basic change in the way that you're viewing relationships, marriage, and friendship. And so you should acknowledge this place that you are and also where we're going. It's quite exciting. We're ready to go to the Black Diamonds now. Um, so I would say the next few months are really sexy and yummy. I'm going to read you a few things. They also sound quite good for your business world as well. Okay. Um, this is very good for male-dominated institutions, um, being on television. It does say that April and May are going to bring considerable sexual energy, aggressiveness, just feeling yourself. This is Stella got her groove back. It says that you're more charming. People are buying what you're selling. Sometimes a child could be conceived or born during this. It's a time of emotional and social power. Definitely sexual enjoyment. Uh, great for working out. And at the same time, it says... April and May. I, I hope you're feeling good. Happy relations with men, aggressive, exciting women, male dominated institutions, 
aggressively pursuing social popularity brings you success, putting yourself out there. And you'll feel more like putting yourself out there now, whereas I would say January, February could have gotten to a bit of a slow start. And, and so you know what? And you're so right. January and February, I basically spent every moment that I could, like by choice, home on the couch watching Netflix. And if I was invited and it was a really good reason I would go, but what I really wanted to do was be home. Yeah. I just want to be home. And now yeah. I've been really putting myself out there. So it's funny you say that I have, I've been doing that. I've been going to things I've never gone to before reaching out to people who I just, I just, it's interesting. I've already noticed a shift, not major, but I've already noticed a shift and just my own, like, well, yeah, she looks cool. And what does she do? And where are they going? Yeah. I, I want to be, that energy feels good. I'm going to put myself out there. I'm getting an uh-huh. You know, it's interesting. One of the things about the astrology, and I'll read you what you had in January, February in a second. You know, people who work with me now, first of all, I'm a big proponent of not taking not only your thoughts seriously, whose thoughts are they, but not personalizing your emotions. Mm -hmm. A lot of what we feel, as any woman knows who's ever had a monthly cycle or anybody who's ever raised teenagers, a lot of what we're feeling can have to do with hormones, astrology, shifts in the weather, what you ate. And sometimes when I speak with people, like what I'll read you about January and February, I'll be like, my prescription is Netflix and takeout. And what <laughs> in that time is also people are questioning themselves. They're like, oh my God, I'm depressed. I don't want to see anyone. I don't want to be outside. And a lot of times when we're down, that's when we're also attacked or tested or whatever you want to put it. So like you try to put yourself out there and go be social, but your energy was already low. And then there's this annoying person at the party who talks your ear off and you don't have a good time anyway. And you're like, it just reinforces that you wanted to stay home. And so we can look in these chunks and times and say, Hey, like you are literally at the low end of the wave right now. Maybe don't push it. It's almost like winter time. Like I'm not going to go out in the middle of negative 10 degrees constantly and, and be trying to build a garden and think I'm going to have a good time. You know, there it's, are, you know, that's exactly also, I wanted to bring you on because I feel like, you know, just the people I talk to through my clients or feedback I get from the show, or just people I run into right on the street at the gym, whatever. So many people, um, and I know it's chart specific, but just in general, the collective have just felt down or have had these moments of like maybe depression, maybe low grade depression, or just, uh, not hopelessness, but just like a little low energy. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm in wellness. Like mm -hmm. I am an energy worker, you know, a, a master energy worker. And even for me, I have to dig deep sometimes and be like, okay, is this real or is this not real? What's going on the planet? Mm -hmm. What's going, what did you eat? What did you drink? Alcohol is a depressant. Did you drink three days ago? What are the planets doing? Like really kind of checking and being like, okay, let's meditate. Let's drink some water. Let's, you know, things are always working out for me. All of us, everybody listening, you've survived hundred percent of the days that got you to this point. So no matter what you're going through, you survived it and things always get better. Storms never last forever. Mm -hmm. So that's why I thought having you on, this is so good because, um, luckily I'm in a good place right now. I'm starting to feel better. As you said, it, it makes sense. Things are starting to get, but you know, when you have these lulls, it's like looking to like, okay, When's the wave going to start going back on the up? <laughs> right. And also the low end of the wave and melancholy, the most beautiful art and music and epiphanies come from that sadness, from that lull. And one of the beautiful things about human design or various spiritual practices is this idea of this energy moving through you and not personalizing it or trying to fix it. A lot of times people will be like, you know, they're hard on themselves because they feel down and it's like, yeah, Hey, of course. And then you eat too much or you don't take care of your body. You're not showing self-love. And then it's a vicious circle of feeling mm -hmm. worse about yourself. Yeah. And so just as an example, you know, you came out to visit actually it asked yes. this was right away. So let me read you what you had. Hindsight's always 2020. But when this was coming up, I'm sure I was like, oh, maybe just take a carry on. But the energy of January, February said that there could be something disappointing or some bad news that arises suddenly, but passes away quickly. Mercury. Sudden um, delays to your wishes or plans, sudden unexpected disappointment related to education, 
short trips or travel. It says that this is a time that shows you when you're stubbornly holding on to things and ideas that are no longer useful. If it seems that things were going against you during this time, it's because you were resisting. You were ready to awaken to a new higher way of thinking. Any contact with spiritual knowledge would help during this period and you would feel elevated when it was over. So it's like, it's not terrible, but when I say that to somebody too, and you say it ahead of time, it does take the edge off a little bit because I think when we're overwhelmed with those emotions, we think it's going to stay like that forever, you know? And it's like, Hey, if you can, you know what, let me share with, because I have not shared it on the podcast. The exact time that Rosie just mentioned, by the way, I did have a trip planned. I went to, um, Aspen for, it was a friend's birthday. I'd been looking forward to it several months. I had another friend who was coming to meet me from San Francisco, um, there for five days. The first night was great, but found out the friend from San Francisco is not going to be able to join, which is incredibly disappointing. And then spent the next three and a half days sick and on IVs with the worst altitude sickness I've ever had really bad mental state. All I wanted to do was go home. Um, and when I finally did get home before my feet even hit the tar, like before it even hit the jetway, I already felt a hundred times better. Mm. And so like everything you just described is exactly what happened. That's really interesting. Um, anyway. Okay. So I didn't mean to like take yeah. you off. So no, we no, did the it's... destiny cards. We're doing yeah. astrology, right? We're doing. Yeah. And then in your Western uh, traditional astrology, it I wanted to uh, pull this thing up for you. It's quite interesting. So there are these cycles that are called progressions. And the progressed moon is a very simple, easy tool to see when your emotions, your living situations, and your relationships change. And this is a two and a half year cycle. So anybody can go and plug their info in and look up your progressed moon. And it's quite fun, actually, because you can look back in your life. And I can literally see, for example, when I moved to Ibiza, when I met somebody, the progressed moon would change. And so this is a very simple tool. If you're allowed to ask an astrologer just a few questions, Often this is what they're using. And what I noticed for you is that your progressed moon is about to change in about three weeks. You will enter a brand new cycle. And so I just want to talk about the past, of course, because it's always interesting to recap. The last two years, having your progressed moon, first of all, in the ninth house, what does that mean? You would spend the last two and a half years traveling studying philosophy, freedom. You could have been restless. You would have been learning new things. The ninth house is definitely international travel, religion, philosophy. And it said that you would find this whole new set of values that you would also share with others. Then having it in cancer, it said that you, over the last two years, and think about this, two and a half years ago, there was a big change that happened for you. So that would have been what was that at the beginning of 2021? So you, end of 2020. So you went into a period where you became very sensitive to your environment, how, how you felt and the people around you. You wanted to make your home and living situation comfortable. In fact, over the last two and a half years, you would initiate many things to do with your home, your family. You could buy or settle into a new home. You were seeking deeper, more nurturing relationships. If you'd had a lot of acquaintances up until the end of 2022, you would go into this kind of cocoon cancer and want people who were intuitive, caring, and family-oriented. It would make you more moody. Um, it would allow you to explore your past, your ancestry. And I think a lot of things about you being in Turkey, there must be all kinds of past life things happening there. And you would also study your own unconscious behaviors and family-related things that were affecting your relationships and intimacy. So one of the things is the cancer, when it's upset, it scuttles from side to side a little bit. So there could have been being like a little passive aggressive or avoiding things and just a little moody and, and needing to be near the water, just kind of getting in touch with that feminine side. So does that make sense so far? Very much so. So now your progressed moon is going into the fun, 
audacious, bombastic energy of Leo. So Leo is really exciting. And so just to start there, it says in about two to three weeks, you will start a two and a half year cycle of self-expression. This is going to be an exciting, creative time. You will literally feel happier and like getting out of the house and having more fun. You might be focusing on your appearance, your hair, um, flashy, beautiful things, making and spending money, creative endeavors, radio, television, performance, hobbies, gambling, fun, and romance. It says you will be reveling in yourself. You get in touch with your inner child, children, pregnancy of other people, things to celebrate. It says that if you are looking for relationship, this will bring you a plethora of options. It's going to be very optimistic and lighter and happier. The last two and a half years could have felt a little bit more moody or like you're literally underwater. Now you come out of your shell, you're strong-willed. You are um, also very much, it's it's where you literally, I don't think you have much of this, but you would be able to cut people out of your life that were manipulative or codependent. So if there were relationships over the past two and a half years where it wasn't serving you to your highest, you will be able to be more honest and direct. You'll attract people who are loyal and consistent. It's wonderful for hobbies, new romances, lots of new friends. It's really, really exciting. And then that being combined with your 10th house, which is literally the house of your career, um, the next two and a half years, no pressure, but you are going <laughs> to make huge strides in your career and how the world sees you. It says that even more so than ever before, the next two and a half years, you will focus on your public life. You will pull, feel pulled to achieve great things. Your relationship with your parents, as well as authority figures, is highlighted in a very positive way. You are ambitious, acquisitive, and the next two and a half years allows you to express your true self to the world. And it definitely will put you in the public eye even more. Um, so that's all very exciting. There's a lot of good things happening for you, which is, as we both know, one of the themes of your overall life trajectory is that you, the second half of your life is actually even better, much like a fine wine. Or one of my new analogies is like, it's like a river. If you're swimming against a river, if you're rowing the kayak against the river, you're not really going anywhere. But you are getting really big muscles, right? Spiritually, mentally, physically, <laughs> whatever that is. Then one day, the current changes and you're suddenly floating with the river. I don't know if anybody's ever floated anything, but when you're going with the current, you literally don't have to put any effort in, but you've got the muscles. Whereas sometimes when things can be a little too easy in the beginning, it's like somebody's floating with the current, which is great. It's wonderful. But one day the current changes. And if you haven't been actively working those muscles, yeah. shit gets really intense. Excuse my French, but it's like, so you are, that's why it's so much more even enjoyable because of what you've gone through in your life. Your appreciation of these amazing things to come is that much richer. I love that. I absolutely love that. And it makes a lot of sense. The things that you're saying is like really resonating. And even, you know, as you know, I have written a book that I have not published at a big New York publisher. Um, and I didn't, I did not pull the trigger last minute. I have a couple other projects that I won't mention now that I've worked on on and off over the last, you know, two, three, four years and just nothing has really felt right. But I just keep telling myself, I'll know when it's right. Mm -hmm. I'll know when it's right. You know, the path of least resistance, when it feels good, when the energy feels right. And I'm not trying so hard to make it happen. That's when I'll know it's time to do it or what it's time to do. So everything you're saying makes a lot of sense because I I felt it. Like I felt I have these things that I need to do, that I need to share, that I need to like put out there, but the timing just hasn't felt right. But I couldn't put my finger on why. It's like, am I being lazy? Am I being afraid? Am I having self-doubt? Like what is holding me back? And I really couldn't put my finger on it. 
So it was like, you know what? When the timing is right, I'll know it. I just have to trust that when the timing is right, the timing of my life, things are always working out. They don't always feel like it at the time, but they're always working out. So I'll know when it's time. So this makes a lot of sense, Rosie. Another thing I noticed actually, just to touch upon that, is in, also in my mind, it's like when preparation meets opportunity, that's when things can happen. You've already written a book. If I'm talking to somebody, you know, and they've never produced anything, this can be an exciting time in their life with the same chart. But my analogy would be, it's like, we've all got to run this marathon. And if you've been training your butt off, regardless of what place you make, your experience of running that marathon is going to be a lot more enjoyable than if you're insanely yeah. out of shape and coughing your lungs up. Well, so- I have three other books actually in the works that I, okay. I don't know the book that's written that I think is really good. I've had people read it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a book that's actually going to get published, well, you know, uh- but I do have other ideas. I do have other things that I've started. So one of those, like you said, is going to become clear at some point. My point, I what I what you're asking, my opinion, if I can just interject and take up a note. But what I see <laughs> when I look at many different things holistically in your chart, which is the whole point. And what it's important to sometimes to have a foundation reading with a professional astrologer because sometimes we open up transits on an app or open up the books and you read something that you think is negative and it throws you into this tailspin or panic that has nothing to do with what's really going to take place. And it just stresses you out unnecessarily. But when I'm looking at your chart holistically, the opening that comes in June and July is going to become, it's coming so fast that it's from the book that's already written. And then you see, it's something very tangible that happens quickly and it's a financial partnership. And then because of that, as you know, once you have a publisher and people that you like, it'll be easy to roll the other ones out because next year you are definitely just to, to point out, it literally says the entire theme of next year and especially next summer in 2024 will be that you will be having huge financial success, applying your creativity. You literally have the writer's card. And interestingly enough, Leonard Cohen, Stephen King, and Bill Murray are all this card and Helen Keller talking about wanting to express yourself. It says that you'll have incredible success in creative pursuits. You'll actually be able to be juggling two or more creative pursuits that make you money. And by the end of 2024, you are much more famous and on stage than ever before. So these things from the past are going to start to pay out. Hence my thing of you being training for the marathon. But one other thing I wanted to point out, speaking of the upheaval in your, um, in your career is that the last two and a half years, Uranus was trining your son. What does that mean in plain English? That this says that since June of 2021 and just ending a few weeks ago on April 2nd, this would kind of pull the rug out from under you. Uranus is the planet of surprise and it's exciting. It was a trine. It's quite lucky. You could have changed your appearance, your whole way that you approach life over the last two years. But it is sort of like um, dodging things like, you know, you're not running a straight line. You're a little bit through an obstacle course. So it is going to make things take longer. And it said that you over the last two years got a wake up call from life. You were able to develop and expand your horizons in ways that you had never had before. You would open yourself up to brand new influences and your life would take a dramatic turn quite suddenly by April, showing you that it was obviously for the better, you have arrived at a new level of maturity that is now enabling you to take fully charge of the direction of your life. So the Uranus hitting, it was also hitting your house of career. It would have brought a lot of one step forward, two steps back. That's all. And you, you are somebody who, de- who actually does really well with adversity. And, you know, I think most people actually do well with something to push against in general, yeah. um, but things are going to get easier. They, because these influences. Ah. Yes. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> 11, 11 here right now, actually. Oh, and one, one, one on my computer. That's interesting. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So we've got you in good shape and, you know, 
Um, yeah. Okay. So, you know, I could talk to you forever. And of course I love hearing all this stuff because it's fun. You know, it's like, um, when you work with Rosie, it's like having your very best friend or your inner child, the best version of your inner child talking to you because she's telling you things that resonate about you. So if you're listening to this, you're like, okay, enough about you, Michelle, we've heard enough about you. We get the point. But when she does this for you, you are just going to feel like I've been smiling and giggling this whole time because it feels like home. Yeah. No matter what she's saying, whether it's the adversity or the feeling down or the feeling up or the new career stuff, like, of course, we all heard some exciting stuff coming for me, which is great. And if you heard the first episode I did with her, we talked about the first half of my life, which was pretty, um, a lot of adversity and trauma. So I've been through a lot and I'm still just happy and excited. And when Rosie gives you a reading, whether it's astrology or destiny cards, um, or any of the other things she does, it just feels it feels so good. I can't explain how it resonates, um, as feeling like home. It, it just, I, I I'm sure people fall in love with you and have crushes on you all the time, Rosie. <laughs> you're so Besides funny. the fact you're a beautiful human being, but it, because you've had this connection, you build this connection, you know, I'm um, so honored. It's such a lucky, beautiful thing to be able to share information that can provide a catalyst for people and also show them how their limitations can be utilized to their advantage. I mean, you know, I got into this as well because I had a really tough life and childhood and the astrology spoke to that and it allowed me, I'm very intellectual and it allowed me to almost not like accept it, but it was sort of like, well, there must have been a higher reason for all of this. And then over time, I've got a, a sort of a placement where actually my wound and my pain is through talking through emotions and by helping other people talk about their emotions, it heals me. So there's this whole thing there too, but it's definitely opened up incredible doors, much like music and to be able to connect with people. And I got to tell you, there's nothing more powerful than sitting with someone. And I just had an experience where I was down in Baja and we're doing a bunch of cool stuff down there. And I have a lot of great friends who have these wonderful communities down there. Baja, and, Mexico. Yes. And I'd never been, and I just got to go on a trip and I got to meet these incredible, beautiful people. And one of them had been dealing with health issues for a very long time. And the destiny cards you know, I even just gave a 10 or 15 minute reading and it had been this struggle where he could have died several different times of the past few years. And he's just too damn amazing and special to go. And the destiny cards literally said that the past year would have been the most difficult in his life. There would have been health issues that were lingering and hard to diagnose. And it's not always that extreme when you have that same placement. But being able to read that to him and, and say, look, this is what it said. Your weather was, you were lost in a blizzard, man, and you could have easily died. That was a precipice point. And if you survived that, you are going to live a long time. And it's so good to show people that because they just need hope to get through a lot of times these days or even a week when it feels like nothing is ever going to get better. And so that's, I, you know, I'm so lucky and it has afforded me to travel all over the world and connect with people at a really deep level. And um, yeah, it's just the experience of that. And I would recommend to anyone in their lives, find ways that you can help or focus on other people. Cause let me tell you, I don't have a hell of a lot of time causing problems for myself because I'm so busy, you know? And when I did have too much time on my hands, I could be very destructive. And um, yeah, it's just a wonderful way to understand people. It's a different language to be able to communicate with people and even getting the love card or destiny card books and having them at the house. I mean, Robert Camp roasts people in some of them, you know, he definitely tells you the high side and the low side, but it can be this sort of a therapy session when a whole family is going around being like, yeah, mom, you're just like this. And it's, it kind of allows you to acknowledge it. And then it doesn't become such a thing. 
you know, when the Joker got to make fun of the king and the queen every year uh, around the Christmas celebrations and roast them and allowed this sort of a emotional bubble to be popped for the whole community. We need those sort of things. And yes, astrology is just a fun in sort of impersonal way to be able to look at the people in your life and take things less personally as well. And, you know, in its highest form, be able to give somebody hope and the will to live and to understand that, yeah, these last few years were literally some of the worst, most trying times ever. And just like you said, if you got through all of those and we're here today, you know, it's not going to be as rough as it was. Well, you know what, Uh, on that note, when you said like offer hope, Mm. it's like one of the biggest gifts we can give people is to give them that feeling of, of hope, right? Um, cause feeling hopeless is a really crappy place to be. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited to announce for all the listeners today that you are going to offer something really special with the destiny cards, right? So a little 15 minutes, mini reading of hope and excitement and something yes. like that. Tell us yes. about it. So we, because the destiny cards are so efficient and accurate, uh, we can easily do, I don't know why we didn't think of this before, but you inspired it. Of course we can do a 15 minute readings and they will be recorded. We'll do them for just a hundred dollars. I also have a sliding scale. Anybody can feel free to reach out to me at any point, of course. And I'm always willing to work with people on their budget. But yeah, we're going to do a sale. It's it's my birthday actually coming up on Saturday. So we're going to do a Rosie's birthday celebration here. Happy birthday. And, yeah, I'm excited. And um, we'll do $100 for 15-minute questions. And trust me, I do a lot of parties and events where I give 15 minute readings, even guest store openings and Alice and Olivia, all kinds of fun stuff. And in 15 minutes, we can really get down to some information to make very accurate predictions. And then I'll also offer a hundred dollars off of any other reading that anybody wants. And we will have a special code that we'll put in. It will be namaste. And so you can either DM me or contact me via the site or just purchase and put in the code and we'll have that set up by the time this airs. Perfect. And so you can contact Rosie. Um, of course, you know, you can always DM her on Instagram. Uh, do you want to tell what your Instagram is? Yep. I've got Rosie's readings and that's spelled R O S E Y C U T T or excuse me, R O S E Y R E A D I N G S. And then I also have Aspen Astra Barbie. Um, I have two. My old one was hacked, which we'll talk about a little bit when we talk about the world, because it is a time where, you know, it's good to be careful around technology. Technology is going to be quite exciting and amazing. And my website and even phone number are available. All the information to text me directly, um, write an email, and you could just DM me and say, hey, I want to sign up for the special. And I'll put all the links to contact Rosie in the show notes as well. The uh, the podcast show notes. So you can click if you want to know a lot more about destiny cards, or if you want to know more about the Western astrology, you can listen to those episodes where she goes into detail exactly what they are and how they work and where they came from. Mm-hmm. Um, but these mini readings, I think are amazing. You can get so much information in 15 minutes with Rosie, and you can also give this as a gift. I think it makes a great gift for sure. And if there's something specific, you can also say like, you know what? I'd love something exciting around love. I'd love something exciting around my career or travel or just surprise me. If you want to be a little bit more focused in what you want her to kind of look at, she can do that as well. So yeah. there's a lot of options. And then of course you always have, you know, the full, the full readings. My guess is a lot of people are going to want to do the mini for that little boost of excitement when you're feeling down or just to be excited. And then it's going to lead to full on mm-hmm. readings because it's just, it's so fun to hear what she has to say. And it, and like I said, the readings I've had with her have come true to the T, to the tiniest little detail, to the date. It's really, really remarkable. So I know that we are running out of time here. Would you like, would you mind giving us just like a quick little um, kind of like update or, or tell us what's going to happen in the world? Just a little bit of an update for everybody. Yes. So there was a couple things I want to address. I know it feels like 
it's been turned up to 11, as they say in Spinal Tap. But this is a really exciting time to be incarnated. And um, I just wanted to throw out a couple ideas of why. So I remember even when I lived in Kauai, you know, I'm from New York and moved to Kauai at 20. I'm like, these hippies and all this new age, you know, because I'm, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But I always remember people talking about the galactic center. And now, A, that I'm a little bit older and have more experience of how wild this world really is, and B, that I can comprehend it scientifically, I want to break down what this really means. So there is a calculation that is smack dab in the middle of the constellation of of Sagittarius. So if we looked up in the sky, there's that constellation that we call Sagittarius. It's called the Archer. And in the middle of that is what's called the galactic center. So imagine if we're in this Milky Way and it's a spiral, it's like a, it's like a Frisbee. We have been lining up where the Frisbee was tilted, let's say. And now the Frisbee is lining up flat so that we are lining up with that exact degree of Sagittarius. And in fact, not too long ago, I think in the last year or so, scientists were finally able to actually get a picture of what it looks like because we are aligned with it. What this means in layman's terms is that we are being bombarded with photons and light energy that we have never experienced before. And this can actually be seen in very tangible ways, such as the Aurora Borealis coming down and being more southerly than ever before. This can cause geological changes and abnormalities. But the point is, we are basically saltwater beings. And electricity and saltwater is what makes a battery. Okay. And so we are literally go, you know, the hippies were right. We are going through cosmic upgrades that are changing the way we see, think, experience this reality. We are also going towards um, a sort of a singularity point, as Terrence McKenna would talk about, where the time from which we want something to the time from which we can manifest and get it is incredibly short. And I'm not just talking about our power of our thoughts on our reality, even down to things like 3D printers, the um, uh, power of AI to instantly start to be creating things on command. We're going towards this accelerating time, not just because of the technology. In fact, the technology is a mirror of what's also happening to us physically. And this is beautiful. This is exciting, but it can feel like you drank too much caffeine. It can feel like you are just flying down the face of that wave. And you, there's this beautiful balance of being in control, but also surrendering. Because if we get rigid, if you surf, if you ski, if you play music, if you get rigid, it comes to a screeching halt. And in fact, you can hurt yourself. So this is an incredible time to be alive. That's why all of the beings want to come and be incarnated. This is exciting. There was something to this, the mind calendar and the ages of the yugas and the sort of a quote unquote apocalypse. The apocalypse literally just means lifting of the veils. And I think that in our lifetimes, we are going to see reality, life and death as well in a much more liberated way. Also, the changes that are happening with the financial system, I know it can feel overwhelming and scary, but hey guys, listen, we're the commodity, You're, we're the batteries, and when we die, nobody's on the hook for any of this. So like, it's okay. It's not like St. Peter's like, you're not coming into heaven. You didn't overthrow the one world government and create a <laughs> community. Like, no, we're, everything's okay. And actually people selling apples do not want to upset the apple cart. We're already on digital currencies. Everybody's doing PayPal and Venmo and different things. The dollar is not going to lose all of its value overnight. I do think that the 
planetary influences we have over the next year, Jupiter's going into Taurus. This is a great thing. Everybody's going to get grounded around what really is valuable. You can't eat money. They have good, clean food and water, you know, and everybody's going to learn to be more self-sufficient. And this is already happening. And we're going to have a lot of choices too. Like the United States is going through this Pluto return. All these astrologers are talking about it. Yeah. I mean, it's there, it's a time of change, but we have more freedom than humanity arguably has had in this age that we're in, this fallen age in a very long time. And even around the United States going through changes, people are going to have more choice to say, hey, these are my politics and beliefs. I'm going to live in this state. And other states are going to be totally different. And it's already kind of like that. And, you know, I'm in Turkey, of course, and I have a lot of listeners around the world. Um, here, there's big, big elections coming up in May, like huge it could affect the world economy um, mm-hmm. based on the elections coming up here in May. And then of course, what we know is going on, you know, Russia and the Ukraine, not to mention places in Africa and everywhere. So there's a lot of stuff mm-hmm. going on right now. And so you feel like overall, this is like just a really good time of. Well, but here's the cleaning thing. things up, grounding. Well, also realizing the fragility and the gift of this life And unfortunately, for whatever reason, I have my own speculations, but war and this sort of a destructive energy has been around since time immemorial. The idea is, A, to pray or contact your higher self and always ask to be in the right place at the right time for the most comfortable, successful life path. B, I feel like, and I pray that people will start to realize these wars and these this mind propaganda and this fear porn because that's what it is when we are in a state of shock and fear we release cortisol just like we do when we exercise unfortunately and it can be very addictive but i think that people are starting to take their power back look around in their communities if they're in places that are being affected by this horrible war machine to be able to reach out to the tribes, get to new locations. It's kind of like spiritual Frogger. I always feel like, remember that game Frogger (laughs) where you have to cross the street and you're just avoiding chaos. I feel like that's like every day in human incarnation, but I feel like people are going to take their power back and also realize that what's real is what you can taste touch, see, and feel. That's Taurus. And a lot of this talking heads and this propaganda is us lending our psychic energy and emotional energy to things that honestly, God willing, could maybe never even affect your daily life. Yeah, it's interesting. A lot of times, even, you know, in our our country, people get so crazy about elections. I'm like, it's never really affected my daily life. Like, maybe I like it, maybe I don't. But at least for us, we're very fortunate in our area of the world that that hasn't been the case. Other areas, you know, of course, it does affect people's life. But what I love that you said was um, that people are going to become a lot more self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. And, I like and, that. And scaling back a little bit, I think that people, the the global North Node is about to go into Aries. Um, people, oh, th- there can be a lack of diplomacy in certain ways. But like I said, people are going to find their real true vibration and you can ask for that. I write and ask and pray every day for my guides and God and ancestors and angels to help me be on the right path. It's a miracle that I'm still alive as it is. (laughs) And so, you know, it's, it's this whole thing of trusting in the universe and also understanding at its deepest root and core that. The only guarantee is that we will eventually be freed from this bondage of flesh and we will return to the greater love and light. And there was nothing to ever be scared of or worried about. And there's so many beautiful things just with nature and people and simplifying our day-to-day life and focusing on as, as silly as it sounds. I mean, you know, I go to places in Italy or whatever, in little small towns in Mexico, I mean, a lot of these places 
are kind of untouched or don't like they they're not paying attention to any of this. It's like the local soccer match that's on the biggest thing that's going to be in the paper is if the crops are done, which is actually what really does affect people. But um, I feel like we lend a lot of energy to things that are beyond our control. And also, I mean, you know, like I always say, get all the slaves to keep fighting and killing each other over who's the better slave master. Wow. It's been working for centuries. Unfortunately, I'm of the belief that these things are quite different and we, we don't fight against the flesh. We, we fight against principalities and ideas. Well, I love what you said. Okay. Let me go back to what you were saying about like the earth and like not being on the tilt, right? Our disc is kind of coming level. Yes. And so we're having these, the photons, we're having this different light hit us in a different way. And when you were saying that, I was thinking to myself, oh, you know what? I feel that. Mm -hmm. I felt that things are different. I felt the energy different. And I love you saying that, like, what's a battery, right? Salt water and electricity, electricity, right? So it's like, huh, when my energy's off, the first thing I want to do is go jump in the sea. I'm fortunate enough, I live by the sea, but I also manifested and created my reality that I could be close to the sea whenever I need to be. But my whole life, I've felt, um, I've felt the need to be in the sea. Even if, you know, when I was younger, it was only a couple of times a year. As I got older, it was more and more eventually getting a beach house and now living on the Aegean. Um, but it's the same taking an Epsom salt bath. Yes. Which I take living in the mountains a lot. And I never really thought about that. We are salt water, which we are. And then that need and why it feels so good to immerse ourselves because it, balances out our energy. So now we have this different energy hitting us in a way that it's never before in our history. Mm-hmm. How exciting. It is. And also, you know, a lot of the amazing medicine and technology that has to do with light and sound frequency is becoming more available to the public. Um, as these times are going on, listening to sound healing in the background, I think is very good. I'm a huge proponent of cleansing the blood, obviously. Um, but we are, you know, one thing that's kind of interesting about the water thing is in certain spiritual things that I've studied, it talks about how negative thought forms or thought forms in general can't go through water. And that's why even after, even for example, trauma victims or when things traumatic happen, people spend huge amounts of time in the shower. I think about when I go skiing or when it's raining, there is this calm energy because imagine thoughts and Ayurvedic is just our air element. In fact, interestingly enough, the way to cure mental illness, the old fashioned way in Ayurvedic medicine was to either to do one of two things is to drip warm oil up the nose because the brain is like a big ball of butter and it gets dried out. And then also they have Shiradara, which is where they drip warm oil on your third eye and it lasts a long time. It's like 30 minutes and it calms the mind and the thoughts. Whereas when people live in very windy places or even high altitude places, which I've lived in a lot of high altitude places where the quality of life is very, very good, but the suicide rate is at an all-time high. And they attribute it actually to the lack of vitamin D as well as the drying out. Like if you've ever been in a really windy place, it does some weird stuff to you. It can make you go crazy. And so this whole idea of just like balancing the elements, like in Ayurvedic or Chinese medicine, drinking lots of tea, super hydrating, like this is an exciting thrilling time to be alive. And are you getting enough oil? Like another thing, you know, in these parts where you live or in the Mediterranean, one of the um, practices is to take a shot of olive oil every morning with fresh juice. They have some of the lowest rates of Alzheimer's and things like that, because they're keeping the brain and the body. There's lots of oil. It's keeping it moisturized. So a lot I didn't of even know I liked olive oil, honestly, till I moved here, like small doses, maybe, but I have it on everything now. Like, I'm not saying like JLo, it's going to change your skin, <laughs> but it actually kind of does. I eat it all the time here and I'm at my thinnest, healthiest. I don't mean like sick thin, but like healthy thin once I'm here for a couple of months, my body starts to stabilize and I go back to like a really nice kind of physique versus the visceral fat I kind of get when I'm in the U S I eat so much olive oil here. 
I eat so much and I didn't even realize how many different kinds there are. Like some you cook in high heat, some you only eat raw, some you only, wow, it's crazy, but you're right. There's people who are like eighties and nineties years old and their skin is better than mine. So anyway, oh my gosh, we are so running out of time. I could talk to you all day. Um, is there anything else you'd like to leave us with before we go? Cause we do need to wrap this up. I would just invite everyone to tune into their body and this miracle of your life and know that literally everything that you know and everything that is seems so intense right now one day won't matter anyways and live your bliss and find ways to be able to embrace this exciting time and let your emotions wash over you and use them for creativity as opposed to feeling like you're drowning in I love that use your emotions for creativity Use your emotions for creativity. They're a fuel. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that with us, Rosie. Yay. Oh, well, I always love to get with you. And who knows? Maybe we'll see. We'll see what happens in the next few months. It's been such a pleasure to have you on. Um, I did, you know, again, to recap, I, the reason I wanted to share uh, a reading with me is because I love then coming back and giving the update of everything that happened. And I really want you guys to see how wonderful she is. and embrace this into your own life because it really is such a wonderful tool. There's so many tools out there that we can draw on. This is just one of them. Obviously we know we have channelers and psychics and all, all the other things that you do, but if it resonates, if you loved hearing from, please contact Rosie directly, please contact right. Rosie directly. It really is such a wonderful way to bring insight and hope and optimism into your life. Mm. Thank you so much. That's an honor. And I would be honored to share with any of you and just sending love. We're all on this cosmic voyage together and we're co-creating it. So don't ever feel like you are not in control. Your consciousness is changing which way this movie goes. It's so true. And you guys are not alone out there. No matter how you feel at any time, you're really, really not alone. We're all connected through energy but it's so much more and beautiful and wonderful than you have any idea. Mm, really you. amazing. Um, all right. Well, that's it, Rosie. All right. I can't well, believe we're going. I can't believe it. So there'll be links in the show notes below how you can book a session with Ro Rosie, how you can listen to past shows, how you can find her site and follow her on a daily basis. If you um, are called to do so. Um, I'm your host, Michelle Schoenfeld. Thank you for listening to this episode of You Lost Me at Namaste. Know that you're loved, you're worthy, you're born for a reason. The universe needs your gifts. So again, thank you, Rosie, for joining us. Thank you so much. Namaste. And namaste, everyone. Namaste. Thank you for listening to this episode of You Lost Me at Namaste. If you liked it or you like this podcast in general, please take a moment and share the love by dropping me a review, giving me a rating, or sharing it with your friends. The more love and light we can spread, the better our world will be. Thank you, and until next time, namaste.